With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. Welcome in, podcast listeners. We've got an awesome show for you. Lots of reason for optimism. The Braves say they're planning for 100% capacity for their stadium for the All-Star Game on July 13th. The myocarditis fear porn, guess what, comes up empty. Uh, Baker Mayfield says he saw a UFO. Skip gets $8 million a year. The Big Ten's going to allow 8,000 fans. What's going on with Big Ben? And also, Russell Wilson, all that discussed and more. Bobby Barak swings by from OutKick. And then my co-host on Fox Bet Live, Todd Furman. That is the program, and it all begins for you as podcast listeners right now. OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis, live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for OutKick, the coverage at foxsportsradio.com. Or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. I appreciate all of you hanging out with us on a Friday as we roll into the weekend. And there is some good news continuing. Maybe if you are a Pittsburgh Steeler fan. Ben Roethlisberger, I think this is a big story. We're going to break it down a little bit. Has reduced his pay to $14 million from $19 million in the final year of his contract and spread all of that cost through multiple years. So the cap hit for his contract has been lowered by over $15 million so the team can make the right moves and be as competitive as possible. That is according to Adam Schefter, who gave me all those details there. Also... There are a lot of teams with a lot of cap room, but there are also a ton of teams without much salary cap room. I'm going to hit on that a bit as we go forward. But the Ben Roethlisberger experience is going to be interesting as we start to look ahead and think about what the Pittsburgh Steelers are capable of. Uh, They are way over the salary cap right now. Obviously, Roethlisberger helping out a bunch in many ways 
is a substantial portion there. But as you start to look forward, the question that I think the Steelers have to ask themselves is this. Where do they rank right now in the AFC North? You know what I always like to do in the NFL? A lot of people want to get into the question of, hey, can this team win the Super Bowl? Can they not win the Super Bowl? There are eight divisions. And I much more often like to consider every team within the context of the division itself. So let's think about the AFC North here for a moment. Now that Ben Roethlisberger is effectively returning, you got Baker Mayfield with the Browns seeing UFOs. Lamar Jackson, who has had, I think it's fair to say, not good postseason performances in general. He did win his first ever playoff game, but then looked very bad uh, against the Buffalo Bills, including that 100-yard interception that he threw that basically ended that game. And then you have got a, uh, a team as you kind of break down the overall AFC North that it's hard to know very much about, the Cincinnati Bengals, because Joe Burrow showed flashes of really great quarterback play, but now he's coming off of a relatively serious injury to his knee, that ACL tear. So if you look right now at the AFC North, now that we know basically what every team is going to look like, at least at the quarterback position, now that Ben Roethlisberger is penciled in. Granted, there are going to be a lot of different moves uh, in the offseason still to come. You could probably pick one linchpin player and say, hey, what's going to happen with them? Is Odell Beckham, I know he was injured and the Browns played well without him, but what's going to happen with Odell Beckham coming off of his ACL? What's going to happen with Bud Dupree coming off of his ACL with the Steelers? Uh, When you look at the Baltimore Ravens, Are they going to go get some playmakers at wide receiver for Lamar Jackson? Does that fit very well? Is Judon going to be back on the defensive side of the ball there? And uh, then with the Cincinnati Bengals, just (laughs) what is their plan going forward in particular when it comes to surrounding Joe Burrow with an offensive line that can protect him? Where do the Steelers rank? I'm going to tell you right now, I think the Steelers are the third best team in the AFC North, which is kind of unheard of because that is a division that by and large the Steelers have dominated under Mike Tomlin. But right now, I think, and this may be a crazy opinion, I understand some of you are going to reject it as out of hand. I think that the Browns are in the best possible position in the AFC North right now. Because I think they have the best collection of young talent surrounding Baker Mayfield on the offensive side of the ball. I like what they're able to do on defense. Miles Garrett has come into his own, bounced back from that disastrous helmet swing incident, and proved that he's one of the most difficult players to block in the entirety of the NFL. Kevin Stefanski has righted the ship. They were a mess in the terms of coaching for many years, jumping around from one coach to another, there was never any consistency. And you know, Hugh Jackson, Freddie Kitchens, that whole mess, I think there is stability there. I believe Baker Mayfield has matured substantially, UFO sighting notwithstanding. And I think they proved a lot By going on the road and beating the Pittsburgh Steelers in the playoffs, they have elevated their overall standing as a franchise because now the goal isn't to get to the playoffs. They know they can do that. 
The goal is to get to the playoffs now and win multiple games. They had the ball late against Kansas City. Granted that Patrick Mahomes was injured and out of the game, and that gave them a chance to be competitive. But they were in a winnable game on the road against the Kansas City Chiefs in the divisional round of the playoffs. Every single Kansas, every single Cleveland Browns fan who is listening to me right now has to be nodding their head a little bit and saying that was a very successful season. So I've got the Browns as the number one team right now. Granted, it's early March. We haven't yet even got the salary cap set. We still have free agency. A lot of guys are going to get released next week. We still have free agency to come. But I believe the Browns are in the best position of anybody in the AFC North. What about after the Browns? I think it's the Ravens. The Ravens still need to go out and find some talent to supplement Lamar Jackson. And one of the big questions that I think it's fair to raise is, are they going to be able to find wide receivers that fit what Lamar Jackson does as a playmaker in that offense? Hollywood Brown will disappear for long periods of time. They went back to the well and grabbed Des Bryant. But this has primarily been a team that relies on the running game, either with Lamar Jackson or with now J.K. Dobbins or Mark Andrews and others at tight end as the playmaker that happens in the passing game. So the question that I have about the Ravens as we prepare for Lamar Jackson year four is, can he take the next step and can this Ravens offense take the next step under Greg Roman and find a way to truly become a dynamic threat in the passing game? Is there a playmaker at receiver that the Ravens can bring into that offense to be a difference maker? Because the defense is still elite as the defense has been for the Baltimore Ravens for what feels like 20 years. They've almost always had a decent defense. Now they have a bunch of guys that are free agents, that are aging on that defensive line, that they're going to have to make choices with. And I'm not sold once Lamar Jackson gets into the postseason because so far he is, I believe I'm correct in this, one in three in his career in the postseason, and he's only ever won one wild card game, and that was against Tennessee Titans last year. Lost against Buffalo, lost against the Chargers, lost against the Titans. So he's one in three. And that same dynamic, uh, difficult to stop offensive playmaking ability that Lamar Jackson has in the regular season has not translated in the same way into the postseason. There's lots of questions why that might be. I understand those discussions. But right now I've got the Ravens second best team. Even with Ben Roethlisberger, I've got the Steelers as the third best team. And the reason why is I think Big Ben is on his last legs. They were last year not able to run the football at all. And the defense faltered down the stretch. What had been a strength of the team became very, very average in terms of their overall performances. After they started 11-0, and this team limped in a big way down the stretch. And I'm not convinced they have the juice to make a Super Bowl run because I'm not convinced they're even going to make the playoffs this coming year because I think they're the third best team in the AFC North. And then in the fourth spot, I think you have the Cincinnati Bengals, but I think the Bengals have begun to get a lot better. And I do believe in Joe Burrow. And I believe right now, if you're listening to me in Cincinnati and you're a Bengals fan, God bless you, 
that there is a lot of reason to believe that the future of the Bengals may not be paved in losses like it has been for much of the last generation. There is reason for optimism, but it's still too soon, I believe, Joe Burrow coming off that knee injury to expect him to be back in September at a truly elite level. Even though a lot of time quarterbacks make their biggest leap from year one to year two, I think that's a challenge for Joe Burrow because he wasn't able to finish the year and because he's had such a significant injury to his knee and he's just got to get back to being 100%. So a lot of people out there debating what does this mean now that Ben Roethlisberger is coming back officially? He's going to be the starting quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers going forward, all of those different angles. To me, the biggest storyline by far is that the Steelers are no longer, in my opinion, the favorite to win the AFC North. And I'm not even sure that they are a top two team in that division. I think they're the third best team in their own division. And if you're the third best team in your own division, typically it means that you are not a legitimate contender to be able to make the Super Bowl for sure. So I think with Ben Roethlisberger's chances of going out in style with the Steelers like we just saw Tom Brady do, uh, like we've seen uh, Peyton Manning do, like we saw John Elway do, I don't think they're very high. To Big Ben's credit, he's already won two Super Bowls and most guys never do that. I don't believe, however, it's likely that he's going to be able to be a dominant quarterback in this division going forward. In fact, you could make an argument that he could end up being the fourth best quarterback in his own division next season, depending on how healthy he is and how that Steeler offense is able to perform. All that discussion just broke down. There you go, AFC North, now that Ben Roethlisberger is back. But as we come back for the next segment, a lot of good news out there. One group out there planning to have 100% attendance for their big event. I'll tell you who it is. That's what's called a tease in the business. Plus, we have got the Big Ten bringing fans back. And also, remember that myocarditis fear when all the Corona bros out there were saying, oh my God, it's impossible to safely play sports. There was a massive study done across all different pro sports leagues. And they had a result that I want to share with you which a lot of Corona bros will not share with you because it did not make them happy and proves how much of this fear porn was a total joke. I'll tell you what that study showed next. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar. Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount+, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their michelin test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Some good news out there. Uh, We talked about this all week long, but I do think it's worth reiterating because some of you probably have missed the news. The Joe Biden administration said that by May 31st, every individual out there, every adult who wants a COVID vaccine is going to have access to a COVID vaccine by May 31st. So that is not very long uh, between now and then. And one of the things we've been talking about associated with that announcement was when are we going to have 100% full stadiums? And if you listen to this show regularly, you would have heard me on Monday and Tuesday, or I guess I was out on Monday, I was still in Mexico, on Tuesday and Wednesday discussing, hey, what's the date going to be 
when we're going to have 100% full fan access again? It's a good question. Nobody really seems to know the answer for sure. But I said initially early this week, I think July 13th, when the Major League Baseball All-Star Game is taking place in Atlanta, Georgia, I believe that that game will have 100% fan attendance. And I said early in the week, that's where I would set the over-under for when we would have fans going forward. And some of you were like, oh, you're crazy. That's crazy. And then after I said that, I guess I said that on Tuesday, news comes out about everybody being vaccinated by May 31st. And so my argument is now by June 1st, we're going to have that. Well, I don't know whether the Braves listen to this show. Wouldn't surprise me if some of the people who are Atlanta Braves employees do. But they came out on Thursday and said they were expecting to have 100% capacity for the Major League of Baseball All-Star Game on July 13th. Now, This joins the Alabama Crimson Tide, who said that about their football stadium, and the NFL Hall of Fame game, who said that about the first NFL game of the year, which I believe is scheduled for August 3rd or August 4th or thereabouts. And I now am bumping up in a big way when I think we're going to have fans fully present in stadiums. I think there's a good chance it's going to happen in April or May. I really do. And I don't mean that there's going to be 100% crowds present, Because I think a lot of these April and May baseball games never have crowds present. We talked about this uh, several days ago, but I still have the note jotted down to myself because I thought it was pretty funny and pretty interesting. The Tampa Bay Rays only averaged 14,734 fans in 2019, and the Miami Marlins only averaged 10,016. Even if you presume there's a pent-up demand and there may be a lot of people that are actually interested in becoming Uh, going to watch games more so than maybe they would have in the past because the pent-up demand, people not having been there for the past year, is going to increase the number of people who go to games. I think it's possible that Florida Governor Ron DeSantis can just tell the Miami Marlins and the Tampa Bay Rays, sell as many tickets as you want. You may even want to space them out, and I think that could potentially be intelligent and a way for teams to maybe adjust things a little bit because if you remember, a lot of times in the past – if you've ever been in a in a crowded stadium, every seat is taken. But if you've ever been in an empty stadium, a lot of times they just don't even sell tickets in particular parts of the overall stadium. Like, hey, if there's nobody hardly at the game, we're not going to sell outfield tickets, for instance. Or we're not going to sell upper deck tickets at all. I would encourage teams to maybe spread out the seats that they are selling So if the Tampa Bay Rays want to sell 15,000 seats for a game and that's how many people are going to come to the game, instead of having everybody gathered right down close to the field, you could still separate them and spread them out a bit. I think that would be a reasonably intelligent move to make without restricting the overall number of people there because I think 15,000 people going to a Rays game is roughly normal. That seems to me to be a decent decision to make. But I applaud the Braves for coming out and saying they expect 100% capacity, just like I applauded the Alabama Crimson Tide and the NFL Hall of Fame game, because I believe setting the expectation is important that you're going to have normal seating and that if you have to dial it back, if you have to change things, it's not as big of an issue then going forward as it might have otherwise been. 
it's harder, in other words, to go from, hey, we're going to have 25% capacity to, oh, by the way, we're going to have 100% capacity, than if you just start at 100, you can dial it back a little bit easier in that way. So it's a big announcement by the Braves. It didn't get as much attention as I thought it should have, but that's the earliest date of an event that I have heard so far. Now, I also think in the state of Texas, there may be some teams, college teams, with baseball that just say, screw it, we're going to sell as many tickets as we want. Or maybe in Mississippi, like Mississippi State baseball, Ole Miss baseball, college baseball in the SEC is a pretty big deal. There's a lot of really good teams. People enjoy going to watch those games. It wouldn't shock me now that Mississippi and Texas are both open if one of these universities just said, hey, we're going to go ahead and start selling full capacity for our games and see how many people want to come. Because that's going to be a big test. There's a difference between, hey, all the seats are available and all the seats are sold. And I don't know the answer as to how quickly fans are going to come back and want to spend their discretionary entertainment dollars on going to games. My expectation is they're going to come back pretty fast and there's going to be a lot of interest in it. I think there's a huge percentage of my audience right now that's out there listening to me. It's like, man, I would love to go to a baseball game right now. Weather's good. Kick your feet up. Have a beer. Grab a hot dog. I think there are a lot of people looking forward to that. But it remains to be seen how many other people might still be leery. But a big announcement by the Braves there. There's also another couple of interesting announcements that I thought were significant in nature. Uh, The Big Ten. This is crazy. The Big Ten has not had any fans present since they shut down a year ago. Now, they played... And we fought on this program really hard to get the Big Ten able to play football. But they have not actually had any fans present for any of their athletic events since March of last year. They announced that in the Lucas Oil Stadium, which is where the Big Ten tournament's going to be played, that's the Colts Stadium, they are going to sell 8,000 tickets. So for the first time in a year, the Big Ten now is going to have fans present for their games, that is a significant move. I think that is a monster move for the Big Ten to finally acknowledge, hey, we can have fans present in our venues. Of course, the SEC, the ACC, the Big 12, they've had fans present since, I think, September and August of last year. The Big Ten waited an entire year to allow fans to be present again, but that is a significant step in terms of allowing their stadiums to be full potentially by the time we get to the fall. So big news out of the Big Ten there. Finally, this is also substantial news, I believe, and I'm surprised it's not receiving more attention. It's amazing how often if the story doesn't fit the prevailing narrative that nobody will talk about it. And you guys, one of the reasons why you follow OutKick is because I am out there actually sharing what I believe are news stories that matter and news stories that are significant. And, oh, by the way, this is why you should be reading OutKick every single day. Uh, But we are now in a situation where, do you remember myocarditis? Myocarditis is basically an inflammation of the heart lining, and it was a massive story this past summer. It's why the Big Ten said they couldn't play. It's why all the Corona bros in sports media said it was impossible. 
Well, the Major League Baseball, MLS, NBA, NHL, NFL, and WNBA, all of them did a joint study, and it has just been published in the uh, Journal uh, of Cardiology, the American Medical Association Journal of Cardiology, and they tested 789 COVID-positive athletes from across all of those pro sports leagues and found evidence of an inflammatory heart disease in only 0.6% of those athletes. And that could have been caused by any number of other viral-related incidents. But basically, there is no myocarditis threat from the uh, from COVID-19. So there were tons of people out there in the sports media, as I have been calling them for a long time, the Corona Bros, who were running around telling you, oh, there's no way we can play football this year. It's not safe. It's going to be too dangerous. There's too many risk factors out there. And I haven't seen any of those guys, hardly at all, sharing this story after they peddled that fear porn to such an extent that they shut down the Big Ten and the Pac-12 and only the steadfast backbone of the SEC, the ACC, and the Big 12 kept the entire college football season from being canceled. And now we know, having completed the college football season, that college football can be played safely, and we're about to complete the college basketball season, and we also know that the college basketball season can be played safely. Dub, I imagine that you're not surprised, but isn't it pretty dishonest for all of those people who spent so long talking about the danger of myocarditis, I'd never heard more about myocarditis in my entire life than I did for about two or three weeks there where they all shared the same fear porn studies that now have been almost completely debunked. There's no actual risk here. Yeah, and to think that this was something that people were trying to use to not play college athletics all fall and then this report comes out 0.6%, all of that basically drama that took place in the fall about, you mentioned, two or three week period, I mean, it's all for nothing, basically. I mean, 0.6%, and you just mentioned it could be from any number of different... Uh, Can't even be traced necessarily to the uh, to the situation with having COVID, right? I mean, there are many different things that can cause myocarditis, and so the idea that there would be, you know, some sort of major issue here, that, by the way, five athletes, I believe, is the number out of 797 of them. And some of those people, I mean, this is why they test hearts in general. As you know, some people have enlarged hearts. Sometimes people have unhealthy heart-related conditions that get caught by these sort of tests in college athletics. So there's a, probably a substantial chance that this wasn't even connected to COVID-19 in the first place, even if it were, it means that 99.4% of the athletes that had COVID had no other issues at all associated with, uh, with their heart. And even the five that did, they healed and they were fine after a short period of time. So this is just, I mean, it should be a story that receives a massive amount of attention because to me, it should receive at least as much amount of attention 
as the initial stories did about how unsafe it was going to be to play sports. Instead, it will get a fraction, a scintilla of the overall fear porn, which is one of the failures that exists in sports media in general and media in large. A dangerous story, a fear porn laden story receives a massive amount of headlines. The subsequent story, which says, oh, by the way, you shouldn't have been afraid as much as you were of that issue will receive a fraction of the overall coverage of the initial one. Yeah, I mean, the percentage is, if you did a ratio, it'd be like a 1,000 to 1. Yeah. Literally. I mean, that's not even an exaggeration. I think that's probably a fair approximation of the way that this story was received, which is why many of you out there hearing this story right now from me are going to say, oh, well, that's interesting. It seems like based on, and I'm, I'm trying to be honest with you here, I imagine a lot of you out there like, oh, I heard about the myocarditis COVID uh, scare because it was so widely disseminated and so widely covered. You would think that the same people who tried to terrify you would follow up and say, oh, by the way, there's nothing to be afraid of here. But that's not what actually happens. They just pretend the story never existed in the first place, which is why the approval rate for the national media in general is so massively low. But all of those stories out there uh, are important. Dub, do you think that the Braves will end up being able to have 100% fan attendance for the All-Star game as they announced yesterday that they hope to do? I don't see why not. I mean, I think they're going to – I think it will be full. I mean, we've talked about this uh, recently through on the show about the Biden administration's prediction that by the end of May, so basically by June 1st, if you want a vaccine, you will That's have right. gotten your vaccine. So all the people that have been vaccinated and even some that maybe feel if they already had the coronavirus or whatever the case may be, if they want to go to the All-Star game, then they're going to be at the All-Star game. And I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I think it's going to be absolutely outstanding. Uh, So those are three big stories that I wanted to hit with you and make sure uh, that you were aware of, because I don't think they're going to be covered very many other places. All right, when we come back. I want to dive into this question. Uh, The NFL storylines are out in terms of how people are going to be getting NFL games delivered in the years ahead. Uh, Wall Street Journal had a great report. There have been a lot of different places writing. Expectations are that the NFL is maybe going to announce their television rights extensions next year. Sorry, next week for the years ahead. I'm going to tell you what those are how it's going to impact your viewing habits, and why I think potentially we're starting to see a seismic shift in the method of distribution that the NFL is deciding to employ. I'll tell you about all that next. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn. Alliances will shift. And danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their bridgestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be a couple of interesting uh, storylines out there involving the NFL. In particular, the NFL television contracts are likely to be announced, it appears, next week. That's significant because the NFL seems to want to get their television deals done so they can help figure out what the salary cap is going to look like in the years ahead. The salary cap, obviously, is a function of the overall revenue that is produced by the league, and the league is standing to make a lot more money for television. And it doesn't appear that things are going to be changing very much with the typical way that you watch games, by which I mean Fox is likely to keep the NFC. CBS is likely to keep the AFC. Sunday Night Football appears to be staying on NBC. And then ESPN slash ABC is going to get Monday Night Football. Those are what I would say the crown jewel properties in general. Where things may change, and it's only going to happen in a couple of years, is what might happen with the Thursday night football package. So the expectation right now 
is that Thursday night football may well in a couple of years when that deal with Fox is up, move to Amazon and be distributed not only from a streaming perspective on Amazon, but that everybody out there who wants to watch Thursday night football would do so streaming it at Amazon. And this would represent a seismic shift, a monumental change in the way that the NFL has distributed their content. Because the NFL has not just been focused on how uh, much money they are going to make. They've also been smart about getting every major television network to bid on them so that all those networks are effectively providing constant promotion for their games. And in an age when virtually everything is declining in terms of television viewership, the NFL has managed better than most to maintain their overall audience. And so, as you look forward and think about the future of the NFL, the expectation is these are decade-long deals, but this might be the last time that we see deals done for traditional television broadcasters. Because if your house is anything like mine, you now have a ton of different streaming services that you support and sign up for on a day-to-day basis. In particular, right now, just in my house, and I'll probably miss one, we have Netflix, we have Disney+, Plus, we have Hulu, we have Amazon Prime, we have Paramount. We used to have the WWE Network, but now I believe that is included within Peacock. That's six just off the top, and I'm not even counting HBO Now or whatever the HBO Max, whatever that thing is called. So I now have seven different streaming services, plus we also have ESPN+. Plus. That's eight. I'm subscribed to eight different streaming services, and I can barely get on to any of them because they all have different sign-in and they all have different passwords. And unlike Dub, who's probably still using his parents' passwords, I pay for all of these, and I know that my knucklehead kids are going to be using these passwords for the rest of their lives, and they're going to be leeching off of Dad, who's going to be the, the, the gump here, who's having to continue to pay for all these. And I don't even know how to log into them, and I see my kids with their iPads, and they're just zooming around from one streaming service to another with absolutely zero issues. I'm putting you on the spot, Dub. I just said that I pay for eight of these things. How many do you use, and how many do you actually pay for? All right, Netflix, I got my sister's account, so yep. she she's paying for it. Hulu, yep. the roommate's got an account. I got Discovery Plus, which is Oh, amazing. I don't have that one yet. Oh, and my girlfriend's mom is paying for that one. Uh, it's logged That's on. That's the one with like 90 Day Fiance on, yeah, right? Actually, I, I take that back. H- I think we well, might have a, this. It has a bunch of different networks, but I m- mainly use it for the HG, HGTV shows. Like You the, watch HGTV? Like all these like Caribbean live, they go and uh, basically search for houses in these oh, awesome places. I like just, Flip It or Flop It or whatever yeah, that thing is called? Yeah, just stuff like that. I've been a big fan of that in, the, in recent months. I've been watching that a ton. Um, but yeah, the only one I actually do pay for one and it's NBC sports gold because that has PGA tour live because the golf coverage sucks so bad. I have to pay, you know, a hundred dollars a year 
to be able to watch tournaments that, you know, watch some play before the coverage starts at like 3 p.m. Yeah, so, it I is mean, frustrating if you're a like big so fan that they, the, they hold The golf you coverage is like as if NBA games, they started the coverage in the middle of the second quarter and then ended it with three minutes left to go in the game. It's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, I pay for one. It it is interesting in in that respect how exactly it all uh, it all shakes down. Um, but I wonder how many different streaming services the average household is going to end up signing up for, and I think it ties in with the NFL going forward because what people tried to sell you on early on in the early days of streaming were oh it's going to be so much cheaper than your cable and satellite subscription. And I think what people are starting to recognize is, no, 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 it's not. You're going to end up having to pay for so many different services, which are consistently going to be raising the cost of what they are charging you, such that before long, you're going to look at all these different streaming services and be like, man, I actually didn't even realize how good of a deal the cable and satellite bundle was when I was only paying whatever it is, $100 a month, I was getting better value and better able to find everything than I am now with all these different streaming services. I think that's where a lot of people are headed, and the NFL is effectively entering the brave new frontier if they are truly going to put that game uh, on Amazon. All right, first hour in the books. Encourage you to go download the podcast. I'm Clay Travis. You can find uh, my name, Clay Travis, or Outkick easily on uh, iTunes, Spotify. You can sign up there. Uh, In the second hour of the program, we're scheduled to be joined by Bobby Barak, and then Todd Furman is going to join me in the third hour of the program. I appreciate all of you hanging out with us. This is Outkick on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!